Hello, Masters, and welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Matrix. I'm Greg M. In this episode, we are going to go further into the topic of allergies. Now, in the first part, part one, I kind of briefly went into some very light topics, but in in this specific episode, we're going to be going a lot deeper. The first thing we're going to be talking about are what are allergies? Why do we even have allergies in the first place? Well, don't forget that your body is a frequency. It's a vibration. And when we ingest food, when we ingest other particles or air particles or water or put things in our skin or in our hair or even just in our environment, those particles and molecules have a vibration as well. And an an allergy can range from anything from a skin irritation to a watery eyes to um, anything, really anything. Um, You know, I I suffered from brain fog in the past, um, complete lethargy and exhaustion. Because what happens as well is when your body's trying to digest this food or whatever you've ingested, it's really fighting off with all its might and taking all of your energy to try to combat this molecule or particle or whatever it is that you've put into your body that doesn't agree with it. So allergies are a way of our body saying to us that we're, we don't agree with this that, we're putting it, that you're putting into our body, that you're putting onto me or into me or around me. So there's a lot of things that can sort of arise from consistent allergies. Allergies can actually turn into long-term arthritis, which is inflammation. It can turn into fibromyalgia, which doctors don't really know what the source of source of it is. They just will give you a synthetic pill to cover it up. It, it can also be in, included in IBS um, and in so many other different things and so many other different symptoms. And I want everyone to know out there that you know if your body's telling you this, it's likely that in the past that it was giving you lights, lights sort of signals saying that your body doesn't agree with it and you know we live in a world where we just kind of ignore what our body says unless it's pretty serious and remember i think about if you if when we listen to our bodies is when it's in pain it has to be a pretty loud pain because even if it's like you know we have a sore knee or sore back or a headache or some inflammation we end up taking pills to cover up those pains to cover up those symptoms until it's really really bad because our bodies are very powerful our bodies can take a lot of abuse and it usually takes decades for the next level or two of symptoms to arise. And these are the things, like I just said, of you know, arthritis, of, of IBS, of fibromyalgia, and beyond. So the good news is that there is a way that we can balance our bodies if we just give it the right nutrients and take away what doesn't belong. And in talking about my story, was I was literally allergic to wheat to milk, to eggs, to meat. And I was ignoring the symptoms because I was just like, well, this is what life is for me. Life is about being tired and I just got to put up with it. And that's what I thought. And that's, that's what I once believed. And which obviously we know now is not true. So if you are putting up your, with allergies, if you are putting up with symptoms that your body is telling you is not working, there is a way out. But it, it takes 
work. We have to peel this onion layer by layer. But the good news is there's a way out. So it's our, these allergies are our body, body fighting off of these different vibrations that aren't working. And, and why is that? It's because of things like chemicals that they're putting in, into these foods that we're not vibrating at. We're not, our bodies aren't accepting it. So it's, it's herbicides and pesticides. It could be GMO food. It could be impure water, impure foods. It also could be the environment around us. It could be EMF fields and all these other electromagnetic fields that are around us. It could be um, showing us symptoms in different ways. Um, and it could be things like that, things that are, in our, that are in our toothpaste, that are in our hair products, that are on our skin products. The detergent that we're wearing that we're using to wash our clothing at these scents perfumes and colognes can also damage the work field the energy field that are surrounding us but the good news is is that from for my case for example when i started working at peeling these layers back and i I took out milk okay then i took out bread and you know and and i'm not going to lie this takes work because your body becomes sort of addicted to these foods and it expects them it's going to have it's going to kind of put up a bit of a fight. But the good news is when you kind of get past that barrier and realize, you know what, my health is more important than a 30-second taste or a minute taste or just to follow the crowd. I care about my health. I need to put my health above my habits, above being part of the crowd. And yeah, you may have to go to a restaurant and pick different foods. But let me remind you, it's you don't have to do all of this at once. I said in my last episode, you know, try cutting out red meat. You know, I was a massive red meat eater. So I was there and, you know, I ate a lot of pork and I ate a lot of beef and, you know, and probably enough for three lifetimes, to be honest with you. And so, you know, it was my due time to say, you know what, I I can give this up and I do. And currently at the time of this podcast, I eat fish. Okay. But at some point in the near future, I would like to get to the point where I am eating pure vegan food, just, just vegetables and, and fruits. So I currently am what you would call a pescatarian. And so it's a journey. We have to remind remind ourselves that we have to be gentle on this journey that we're on of sort of rebalancing and regaining our health and our strength. Because it's not just an overnight thing. It's, it, it's a work in progress. And I'm still a work in progress. So, but the good news is, is when I started to, you know, remove these foods that were really difficult for me to digest, I had, I gained so much energy. I've gained so much mental clarity. I've gained so many other different valuable gifts that came to me because my body actually had the energy to allow me to expand my consciousness and to expand the things that I thought were once protecting me and putting my borders up. I was able to tear down those borders and to start exploring, you know, life. And, um, you know, and, and in fact, I was able to start, you know, once in a while I, I could have a piece of bread or I could have pizza. This was years ago, but I could have, you know, I could have these things. And guess what? I didn't have that massive reaction where I got completely brain fogged or completely annihilated by the food where I feel like I need to take a 12-hour nap. So because you're actually giving your body that extra bit of um, you know, boost in, in energy, it actually has the capacity now, the energy levels to, um, to, to fight off things that will now uh, or were once a major cause because what happens is it's like your body can handle one or two or three different things, but when 20 different sort of outside um, invaders come into your body, it's just too much for your body to handle. So it sort of shuts down. And so I want to remind everybody out there that, you know, take take your battles one at a time. You don't have to do all of this at once. 
do what you do what you can do what you're ready for so if you want to start for a week and try what it's like to not drink milk try it if you want to try what it's like to not have red meat for a week and see how you feel try that try cutting out cheese for a week try cutting out bread for a week everybody's body is different it's going to vibrate at a different frequency so whatever you feel that you need to remove start at one one at a time and be gentle in the process and if you feel good after that week and you're like yeah i feel really good that this is this was good for me then you know you're on the right track if you say that you know what i actually prefer to have this in my diet my body feels better i have better energy then continue that and be gentle on that and be gentle on the people around you that are also on their own individual journeys and that's what i consistently have to remind myself too is that we all have to we all have this thing called free will we have to allow each other to make these experiences right? some people would call them mistakes that's the whole point of being here is that we're allowed to make these so-called mistakes so that we can learn and grow but it's an important part to realize that allergies can be completely debilitating after a certain period of time and if you want to take your power back this is the way to do it and so what are some of the symptoms again so they're like tiredness Okay, you could be completely tired after eating something, eggs or milk or cheese or grains, and you're just eating because that's what your family has been doing for the past 20 years. It's just who you are, it's your tradition, it's your culture, but it's not necessarily your body's makeup. It's not good for your body's makeup. Because remember, everything has intention behind the food. So unfortunately, we live in a world where profit is number one. If, if companies put human um, you know, enrichment in number one, and that includes, you know, our farming products and our food products and our toiletries and our, you know, everything else, then we wouldn't likely have these many allergies because food would be, high, would be vibrating at a higher frequency because that intention behind it. So that's why I try to buy organic. I try to buy local because there's going to be a lot more love and tension behind these food products that I'm putting into my body. Another thing you can do too that I'll say is when you're buying these products and say you are you are having to eat meat or you are having to have fish or you are having milk or you're having something that you just can't avoid. If you just have, you know, you don't have to say it out loud, just be thankful for the food. If you're thankful for the food from your heart, then it can change the vibration of that food and it will allow it to pass through your body a lot easier. I wish I knew that years ago, but it is in fact true. Try it. Again, be the experiment in your life. So some other things that you can happen um, as symptoms are going to be like if you're coughing up phlegm, you know, if you're having bread and all of a sudden you're like, <clears throat> you're clearing your throat all the time. Well, that's likely an allergy. If you have watery eyes, if you're exhausted, if you have stomach bloating after you eat something, right? That's a big, big sign that we're eating something that is not agreeing with us. And a lot of times we're just putting it up with, well, I'm going to take, um, you know, something to, uh, you know, cover up that symptom and they'll have it all some more well guess what your body's telling you that that's not working and if you continue to avoid that there's going to be you know unfortunately some consequences that are you can you have to deal with down the road so we might as well deal with them now candida is also another thing that uh can, can pop up and that's a kind of a crazy thing that's basically a bacteria in your stomach that's kind of overgrown and out of balance because of all the um in uh, an acidic environment, right? We we want to be in more in an alkaline environment. Our bodies are are very brilliant, actually, and and they know how to balance themselves. But we got to give them the right the right food, the right nutrients, in order to balance them properly. And realize that in our soils, our soils are so depleted now because they're being so overworked and so overused. Our farmland and our farmers aren't giving the 
soil enough time to um, you know repopulate with nutrients so we're not having all of these minerals that we used to 60 70 80 years ago so that's why i also do recommend you know multivitamins especially vitamin c and vitamin d and other minerals too that we could be missing from our, our diets absolutely for sure and so like i said these these symptoms if we avoid them for for many years they can turn into arthritis and to diabetes and to high blood pressure and our bodies can take a big beating, but after a while, they're going to say, you know what, I, I just can't do it anymore. I, I give up. So we need to sort of nip this out the bud, so to speak. We have to get to the source, and the source is usually going to be something that we've been doing for so long that we just don't even notice it anymore. And so the causes, the causes are that, you know, these, these scientists are changing the molecular makeup of our plants and food. Um, essentially changing the vibration of our food. Mother Nature knows best. Millions of years of evolution. She knows what works. She knows what the balance is. And her intention behind this food is going to be high vibration. The intention behind these scientists messing with the GMO, it's not going to be high vibration. It's about profit, okay? Pesticides and herbicides using, you know, these sort of chemicals, synthetics on our plants and our soils are not only killing the bee population, which is incredibly dangerous for for humanity as a whole but it's dangerous for us to be ingesting these plants in our in our vegetables and this is going into our systems and then our bodies have to fight this off and already our bodies are inundated with so many uh, chemicals and emf fields and everything else that it just if you're at your maximum this could be the tipping point so we have to start to remove these things from our, our environments and our bodies that are causing these imbalances so unnatural chemicals in our foods and our products, you know, in our toothpaste and our hair products and our in our detergents, these are causing issues on our skins and our energy field. You remember, you're not just a, a body, a physical body. There's an energy field that goes around you. And if that energy field has tears in it, you're, you're going to notice that in energy. You're going to notice that in weakness, in your memory loss. Just because we can't see something doesn't mean it's not there. We can definitely feel the effects of it, the cause and the, the cause and the effect. Don't forget. There's also a lot of microplastics in our water. So they did they did a, a a test and they took some frozen fish from the 1950s and they found that fish have been known to be ingesting microplastics since the 1950s. So we've been essentially eating plastic for the past 70 years. That's pretty pretty disturbing to me. So when you're using water bottles, when you're using plastics in your food, that's actually getting into your food. And then when you eat that, that's getting into your body. So that is obviously completely horrible. Um, but the good news is if your body's strong, it can fight this stuff off. So we, we have to give our bodies a fighting chance. And so one later one later time, and let's build this momentum up so our bodies become strong. So if we do live in a toxic environment, and we do, our bodies are going to be able to be okay. We're going to be able to get through the day. We're going to actually have, get, not only get through the day, we're going to feel strong at the end of the day. So other things are going to be like a constant bombardment of EMF fields. Don't forget now, we're like living in a world of 4G, 5G, Wi-Fi, microwave signals, all these different synthetic human signals that are going all over the place. We can't see them, but we can certainly feel the effects of them. This has effect on our auric field. And some things that we can do, I'll talk about that in a little bit, are using crystals. Another thing that's happening too is that we are now living in the mostly big cities and we're, we're living in the concrete jungles where we don't have a lot of trees, we don't have a lot of soil, uh, we have a lot of air pollution, so we're not getting that natural sunlight, we're not getting our feet on the grass, we're not getting that fresh air to breathe, we are getting bombarded by these uh, EMF fields that are being blocked by concrete, 
So we're not getting out in nature enough. That's another issue. Another, some other things that we don't really think about too often are the things that we cook our food with. So a lot of people cook with aluminum. Now, if we, aluminum is very toxic for the body and, and people may not realize this, but if, if aluminum gets into your body, um, this is a very toxic uh, metal for our bodies. And, and women, for example, you should really take note that a lot of uh, women are using um, deodorants and antiperspirants because they want to smell good, which is a, it's a great thing. But when they're putting these uh, uh, you know, synthetic products under their arm, it goes into their lymph nodes under their arms. Okay, and then what actually happens in 10 or 20, 30 years, if your body isn't strong enough, you're actually going to get breast cancer. So this is the number one thing to look out for. So there's a ton of options now. This is the beauty of the modern age. There's, there's always going to be a solution. So look for a natural underarm deodorant. Don't use an antiperspirant. Your arm is naturally supposed to sweat underneath your arm. That's a natural thing to do. You don't need to be clogging that up. Use, use deodorant. There's a ton of different options. You can look on Amazon. You can look on your local stores. Even normal stores have, you know, a non-aluminum. So look for non-aluminum deodorants. So what can we do? I've talked about some of these things already, but I'm going to go over them again. Here's a big one. Removing sugar from our diets. I know this sounds really difficult for a lot of people, but there's good news. You can, there's so many substitutes. You can use stevia. You can use organic honey. Okay. But sugars are a major um, cause of, you know, acetic and feeds viruses and it feeds bacteria. So if you have, you know, your coffee in the morning, substitute it with stevia or organic honey. So there are ways. Um, you can even use xylitol, which is, uh, it's a wood derivative um, sweetener. All right. So gluten. So what happened with gluten now is like a lot, a lot of gluten is GMO, genetically modified. So you may find, and you need to test this on yourself, is if you eat bread, does it make you tired? Do you have some sort of re a reaction to it? Do you get itchy eyes or watery eyes? Do you get itchy skin? Do you, how's your digestion after, digestion after you eat bread? Something to think about and feel about and if, how, how that is working for you. So if that's not working for you, remove gluten from your diet because it's already been genetically modified. If you need to buy um, gluten, buy organic. So it's not gen genetically modified. Look for that on your label. Remove milk products. You know, lactose is also, when we put that in our bodies, that, is, that creates a perfect environment for viruses and bacteria to breed naturally and quickly. So, but good news again, there's a lot of alternatives out there now. You got almond milk, you got oat milk. Um, there's all sorts of nut milks out there that, to me, taste even better than, than milk. I know this might sound scary to some people that use coffee and their and the cream. Um, try using oat milk; you'll be surprised. And not only that, see how you feel after. You may not have that that itchy throat or that phlegm in your throat or uh, whatever you know symptom that you may have. So, removing pop from our diet, uh, yes, carbon that's carbonated sugar drinks. Um, you know that could definitely help you out. Sugar, again, is not a good thing for us. Uh, we need to cut down sugar. And you may initially, when you hear this, it may be a little scary, but again, there's a lot of alternatives out there that you can go with that, that, that you don't need to have pop. You can have, you know, if you want to have carbonated water, have carbonated water with, with stevia. There's a lot of alternatives out there. And here's a big one, alcohol. Now, alcohol is a fairly low vibrational um, 
drink. Uh, you know, I used to partake myself. I don't drink alcohol anymore. For me, it just makes me tired. It takes me two, three days to sort of get back to normal. So it just wasn't good for my body. It wasn't good for my mind. It wasn't good for my spirit. So it was time for me to sort of cut that out. Um, and really when you, when you think about alcohol, you know, unfortunately, you know, we don't act our best when we're on alcohol. That tells us something. Um, you know, alcohol is a depressant. It's a known depressant. It lowers your vibration. So, you know, try to limit your alcohol consumption. Try to limit your alcohol consumption. If you do need to drink, you know, have wine, have a red wine or have a white wine. Um, but, you know, this is something that we should really take into consideration of lowering or limiting our alcohol or no alcohol at all. Another thing is smoking. So cigarette smokes. So, you know, maybe back in the day, 100 years ago, you could probably have tobacco and it was just natural tobacco leaves. But the issue now, over the past 30, 40, 50 years plus, um, companies have been putting all sorts of crazy things into these cigarettes to make them super addicting. Um, and also tar. So th- th- this is a pretty obvious one. If you smoke, um, you know, do your best to realize that, you know, okay, I smoke. Why do I smoke? What does it do for me? Is it serving me? Is it making me, you know, live my best life? I, again, I'm not going to judge anybody here because I've walked this path and I currently have, I, I, I'll always go through challenges. So I'm not better than anyone. I'm, you know, we're all equal together. We're all here in this together. And all I can do for those listeners out there is to remind each other remind ourselves who we really are and how powerful we are and how we don't need these things to be our best self. If we want to be our best self, we have to take responsibility for these things. So try working on cutting out smoking. Okay. Another thing is drugs. So whether they're, you know, pharmaceutical, we may need to take these for blood pressure or diabetes or whatever. That's fine. Um, You know, but for, you know, recreational drugs, we should try to either limit them or cut them out completely because, you know, that, that does get in, a, in the way of our spiritual journey. It becomes a crutch. So, you know, if you, if you use, if you smoke marijuana or, um, you know, and you're using that for a spiritual purpose or your, or other medicinal plants that, you know, ayahuasca and you're on a spiritual journey, then, you know, if there's a purpose for it, but if you're using it to escape your current situation, you know, that's probably not a good thing for you. So try to limit or Stop it completely. So another thing like I mentioned before is do not use aluminum deodorants. Okay. Do not cook with aluminum pots or pans. Because what happens is when you heat these things up, these particles get into your food. And especially when you're scraping, you know, if you're using a metal spoon or a metal thing, and most of us do, we're scraping that material. So this goes beyond aluminum. We could be using a nonstick coating, you know, like a Teflon, and we start scraping it. We and it seems like it's not being scraped, but if you're using metal, um, that's being scraped into our food, and that's getting into our bodies. Very, very highly toxic. Also, we're drinking bottled water at an all-time high. Bottled waters are everywhere. Don't forget that we're drinking microplastics when we're using bottled water. So if you can, if you if you're good for the environment, if you want to be kind to the environment, then you know have a bottle of you know use stainless steel. Use a glass container. Uh, if you have to use plastic, use the BPA, uh, non-BPA um, plastic. Uh, but try using ceramic. Try using um, stainless steel or glass. Your cookware. Use stainless steel. Use ceramic, um, and use iron. Iron is a great 
you know, uh, there's a lot of those iron pots that are very heavy and hard to clean, but it's actually healthy for you because the iron actually gets off of the pan and into your into your food, and that's actually one metal that we, is actually good for us, and that doesn't stick in our system very long and actually flushes out. So another thing that people don't really think about are we, everybody is so dependent on having convenience, convenience, convenience. So everyone's using a microwave. I haven't used a microwave in probably two, three plus years. The microwave changes the molecule of the food. Um, yeah, you may be getting your basic protein and carbs and all that, but you're completely frying all those fine minerals and nutrients that you know need a high vibrational environment to survive. So try to limit or stop using your microwave um, for your food. So you know, use a toaster oven, use your oven regular oven on on, a, on on low or medium to heat up your food. Um, there's air fryers that are very popular now to heat up your food or to cook your food. So try limiting your microwave because, again, that changes the molecular structure of your food in not a good way. And so what can we do if we have a lot of heavy metals in our system, which I guarantee you most of us do because we've been cooking and eating, you know, uh, aluminum and 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 non-stick coatings and all sorts of other metals that are in our body, mercury from all of our fillings. There are a couple of really powerful plants that we can eat that will help go into the, the past the blood brain barrier, which, um, you know, heavy metals can get in there. And that's actually a, sort of a known cause for Alzheimer's as mercury is getting into the brain and it goes through the, it's, it's, it's a substance that actually can pass through the blood brain barrier and um, it can just sit there and there's not many things that can take it out but there are two one is called spirulina okay it's basically a ocean algae look for look for spirulina have that every day and another surprising one is called cilantro which i'm sure most of you know myself i don't like the taste of it but i know that it's good for me so i um, i eat it when i can and those are great heavy metal detoxers for you so Again, I want to go back on alcohol. Alcohol is a low vibrational signature. And not only does it kill your brain cells, but it takes your body incredible amounts of energy to detoxify from it. So limit your alcohol. Um, If you are going to drink, you know, you don't need to go all the way. You can have three, four, five, six and drink lots of water on on the way there. Um, A lot of us are, are, are drinking to escape from our current situations. And so in the end, it's not really serving us. Again, I'm not going to judge anybody out there. I've walked this path for many years myself, so just do the best you can, right? Allow your body the best chance so that you can live your best life. So, but like if we support our farmers that actually care about their land and their products, how do we, how do we show that? Well, we buy products from, our, from farmers um, that, we, that do this, that actually care about their farm, that care about people. These are, the, these are products we want to buy, and they're usually going to be organic. And if they're not organic, they're going to be local. So shop local if you can't buy organic. That's a great way to, um, to show the economy of what, where you want to put your, your hard-earned money into supporting the, the people that care about the environment, that care about people, and that care about their farm. So other things that we can do to limit these allergies and give our bodies the best chance to have have strength and energy. Limit our time that we spend with electronics. Remember, everything has has an electronic field. So if we're carrying a phone in our pocket all the time or we're sitting on on an iPad or have a a laptop literally on our laps, then these are going to have 
you know, negative effects over a period of time in our, in our energy field. So if we can limit these times that we spend with electronics, this includes having wearing eye watches. I know they're really cool and they have lots of really cool things, but try to limit your time that you wear with wear them because they are um, getting into your energy field, especially at night. Obviously, I don't think they last more than a day. You know, take them off and and, uh, and let them recharge and let your body recharge more importantly. So we always carry our we always carry our phones in our pockets, and that's something I do as well. Uh, it's just the world that we live in. So you know, there are things that we can do, and what are those things that we can do? We can carry crystals or wear crystals, um, crystals that are grounding, like an iron, like a meteorite, like an iron-based crystal, like a hematite. This will help block EMF fields. Shungite in both its elite or noble form or its regular form. Um, and it has something called carbon. So these are really powerful crystals that can help deflect EMF fields. Also important to think about Wi-Fi. Most of us have Wi-Fi, like a mesh Wi-Fi that's running all through our house. Well, that's affecting our energy field. So try to have a room, your bedroom preferably, that does not have as, as much EMF. Try not to have a TV in your bedroom or try watching it because that's also not good for you when you sleep, but also for the energy that's coming from it. Um, so limit the time that we're spending around electronics and and if we can't then start using crystals to help sort of block out these emf fields so buy a a pyramid of shungite um start buying pieces of shungite and put them beside your bed um carry them in your pocket to help uh, block these emf fields that are harmful for our energy field that that we can't see but we can feel over a period of time and if you start watching this on yourself you're going to notice that when you, you are using these crystals or you're limiting your time with, with these Wi-Fi devices, you're going to notice your energy level increase. So, you know, we have to watch it. So don't just, you know, take my word for everything I'm saying in here. You know, use it and watch the results. If they don't work for you, then discard it. But if they do, it's something to really, you know, keep in mind that they do work. So other things that we can do are, um, you know, having plants in your home. Having plants in your, like having green, loving plants, they really do do a great job of keeping the vibe high. And on top of that, keep cleaning your air. So really putting high quality oxygen in your air. So they're a really beautiful way of uh, keeping us healthy in our, in our homes. So some of the crystals, like I said, are going to be um, uh, shungite. That's a really big one. That's my number one. Um, black tourmaline, hematite, I've, I've mentioned. Um, onyx, jet, obsidian, pyrite, smoky quartz, and red jasper. So these are all crystals that we can use to help deflect or minimize negative and harmful EMF fields in in and around our homes. And if we carry these crystals in and around us, then they'll help us with our energy field as well. So remember, everything has a vibrational signature. There's intention behind all things. And either the intention's high vibration or it's low vibration. But remember the world that we live in. We live in a world that's driven by profit. So we need to go to the source of the intention. What's the source of this decision? What's the source of this food? Did it come from a high vibrational place? Did it come from a farmer that loved it? So we need to think about these things. Does it come from love? So as soon as a human starts interfering because of profit, we know that the product is going to have a lower vibrational signature. So just something to be aware of. And just because the FDA or your government says a food that is safe or there's a minimum amount 
doesn't mean that's the right that's the right decision. It just means that you know they're following a certain guideline. I'm sure you know if you really think about it, there are so many like we can have a lot more vitamin C than they rec- than they recommend. They recommend that you can actually take some chemicals in your body and it's okay. So you know use your own gut instinct. This is the whole point of this podcast is to point you into your own direction that. I don't have the answers for you. I'm just guiding you to things to look for and you decide for yourself what works for you. So, you know, don't take my word for it. I'm I'm not telling you what is true for you. I'm telling you what's true for me. So try these things out. Allow them, just give them the chance and to be aware that there are other options out there, that there are intentions behind energy and they will affect your energy field whether you are conscious about it or not. So we might as well start being conscious about these things. So other things that we can do, using natural or plant-based household and bathroom products. There's a ton of options out there. I use fluoride-free toothpaste myself. I use natural shampoo. I use natural soap. And I notice a difference in my energy field. It's a beautiful thing. I suggest you try it too. Use um, fluoride-free toothpaste and fluoride-free water. I talked about this in the last one. Fluoride is a natural calcifier of the pineal gland. Everything in our body has a meaning. Everything in our body has a purpose. Now, there's no junk DNA. I don't care what the scientists call it. Everything has a purpose. We are beautiful and magnificent and powerful beings. So just because scientists don't, modern scientists don't understand it, doesn't mean that it doesn't have a purpose. Everything has a purpose in your body. So fluoride is not a good um, chemical to put into our body in any way, um, especially with the kind that they're putting into our, our toothpaste and our water. This will calcify your pineal gland, and this is basically attached to your third eye, which will give you a lot of interesting insight as to the truth of who you really are. So we need to start un- unblocking that. And these other things that I've mentioned to unblock that, the third eye, are you know, st- if, you, if you stop or minimize drinking milk, milk calcifi- calcifies the pineal gland. Um, if you start eating better organic food and lots more vegetables and fruit, you start decalcifying your pineal gland, uh, drinking a ton of pure water will help decalcify it. And then you're going to start to notice some pretty magical things happening in your life. And it'll happen when you're ready for them. So it's nothing to be scared of. It's just the truth of who you really are. And we have to remind each other of the truth of who we really are, because man, we live in such a distracting society that it's easy to get lost in. So. I've mentioned before using um, you know detergents on our our um, on our clothing that are scented. So scented items can cause a ton of allergies. I don't know what what where they get these scents from. If they're not natural, like the, the natural essential oils or lavender, they can cause disruptions in your energy field and your auric field. So be mindful of those um, those scents that you're putting into your clothing, into your into your onto your body as cologne or perfume. So use organic or natural products when you can, as often as you can. Another thing too is like, you know, a lot of us as humans, we're always eating until we're stuffed, until we're absolutely full. And then all of our energy goes into digestion. So one thing, a simple thing I can recommend is don't eat until you're stuffed. That's that's the current sort of axiom in the world right now. Everybody is living to eat. It's all about what are you doing for dinner? Let's go stuff our faces at a buffet. Let's go, you know, feast at this place. We need to change that all around and we need to eat to live. Remember, eat to live and, and, and trust that what you're putting into your body is going to take care of you. So it, it, that old saying, 
you are what you eat is actually very, very true. So try not to eat three hours um, before bed, because if you eat with a full stomach, um, you're not going to have as, as a deep of a sleep because your body is going to be in digestion mode. So if you want to have a little snack at, be- at bedtime or before bed, you have like some raw veggies, have some have some fruit, have some water, have some tea. It's going to be a lot easier for your body to digest and you're going to have a lot better sleep. Um, so maybe instead of coffee, sometimes, you know, try drinking tea, um, you know, chamomile tea or um, peppermint tea or whatever you like. There's tons of options of tea. If you don't like caffeine, there's herbal tea. And try to drink tea that's organic if possible, because you'll find that when you do the research that there's even how they make tea bags and they manufacture tea bags, there's actually been a lot of allergies related to what they how they've manufactured these tea bags. So again, organic when you can. So I've mentioned before, some of the sugar alternatives are going to be something like uh, xylitol, organic honey, stevia, okay? Milk alternatives are going to be like almond milk, oat milk, coconut milk, find one that works for you. And guess what? There's also cheese alternatives. There's plant-based cheese made from nuts, cashews, almonds, sunflowers. I love this stuff. I can have my grilled cheese sandwich with a gluten-free bread and it tastes just as good, if not better, than the old-fashioned one because guess what? I feel great after. How much how awesome is that? I can eat what I used to eat what I used to like, but not feel like a complete, you know, bag of hammers after. It's a really beautiful thing. And on top of that, there's also meat alternatives. So if you're trying to wean yourself off of red meat, you've probably heard of this before, but you know, for example, there's Beyond Meat. Um, there's impossible meat that they use uh, pea protein and all these different variations of vegetables um, to create this sort of meat substance that looks like a burger or hamburger, or the, you can even buy them in sausages. So you can use these meats, or these vegan meats, to um, to you know substitute the meat that you used to eat. And when you when you make a burger out of this stuff and you're putting your you know vegetables on there and your uh, ketchup and whatnot, it tastes delicious. But just be, bear in mind, though, that they use a lot of uh, canola oil in this stuff. So if you eat a lot of it, you're going to sort of have that heavy canola oil um, sort of taste. And likely they are using GMO, but it's a really good way to sort of have your, you know, your meat alternative once in a while. So use it sparingly. If you are going to eat eggs, um, you know, try eating free-run organic eggs, meaning that the chickens can roam around free and are given a diet of quality organic food. Remember what they eat, you eat. If they are happy, you will feel happy when you eat. Um, you will definitely get that feeling when you eat uh, food that's been uh, that feels happy. And so for breads, there's a ton of gluten-free breads out there made from all sorts of different grains that are gluten-free. So find one that works for you. Um, there's gluten-free cereal. Um, chocolate. I love chocolate, but now I make my own chocolate from organic cacao and tastes even better than they did before. And you can even buy a chocolate that doesn't have milk in it. You, usually it's the dark stuff, but you can find other things that they use some um, nut-based milk that tastes really, really delicious. So you'll notice after a while that when you are working through these layers upon layers of these things that we've been sort of programmed to be doing as a habit um, over the years, that when you start doing these layers layer by layer, you're going to start to have more energy you're going to start to realize that, you know what, I feel a lot better than I did last week. And what's the thing I changed? Oh, I stopped eating this, or I stopped doing this, or I added this to my diet, or I started to spend more time in nature, or whatever it is. So I highly recommend everybody out there to keep a diary, 
a food diary, a body diary of how you're feeling every day, of how you're feeling every week, and write down what you ate, and then write down how you felt, so that when you go back on those days, and you can actually keep a you know, a sort of a, a database of what has been working for you and what hasn't. And after about a month or two, you're going to have a lot of powerful information that's going to help you continue on your journey of of rebalancing yourself, of, of allowing yourself to live your fullest and best potential. So it's about eating to live, not living to eat. Remember, this is what society is doing right now. We're living to eat. We're in a living to eat society where we're about consumption, consumption, consumption. Let's turn that around and become an eating to live society. It starts from within. That's how we do it. We don't force it out there. We don't fight for a cause. We do it all from within, and then it'll all come together in the end. So, like I said, I'm not, I realize that not everyone's going to be able to take everything on this list and do it all at once. But you know what you resonate with? Start working with that. Start working on one thing at a time. Write in your diary. You know, try it for a week. Try milk. Try removing eggs, try removing red meat, try removing sugars, try removing alcohol, changing the way you cook your food instead of a microwave, um, eat more raw vegetables, eat more raw fruits, eat organic, write this stuff in your diary, see how you feel after a day, see how you feel after a week. And when you start to have that energy and you start to realize how this is all connected, you're going to have even have more momentum to be like, man, this stuff really works. What I put into my body makes me feel amazing. It, it, it either makes me feel amazing or it makes me feel like crap. And I choose to take responsibility and put things that make me feel amazing. So when you put high vibrational, natural, organic and raw foods and raw veggies and raw fruits into your body, these living foods are high vibration and your body will benefit greatly from them. So just, you know, trying to fit in and eating whatever, whatever, eating what everyone else is eating is the reason why we are where we are. We're just following a crowd because that's what's cool. It's what's trendy. So we need to have the courage to break free of that trend. And, you know, I, it's already happening because look at all these restaurants that are out there that are vegan. Um, look at all the, the options that, that, that we have now for alternative meat, for alternative cheese, for alternative milk. It's happening. But we have to continue this momentum and build it from within. So let's not judge others for what they eat. And that includes me to all my listeners and anybody else that I may come, come in contact with because I've walked that path. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to be someone that helps inspire people to be their best. And when they're done suffering, when they're tired of suffering, there's going to be a way. There's always a way. And so, you know, the way is what we put into our bodies, what we put on our skins, what we put on our, what we put on our hair. And when we start breaking these down layer by layer, my goodness gracious, we're going to have so much momentum and so, so much energy. You're going to be able to create anything that your heart desires. So let's not judge those that are still eating meat or still drinking milk or whether they're our friends or family or spouses or girlfriend or boyfriends or grandma. It does, we have to allow people to make the choices that they make um, and, you know, and let them ask us. You know, if inspire others through how we feel, not by pushing our beliefs on others. That's a really important thing. We have to allow others to have free will. So it's about us realizing, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of my allergies. I'm tired of suffering. I'm going to take responsibility for myself. But when you find that answer for yourself and you find that truth, we need to be a little bit careful about sharing that truth and because that ends up being like we push truth down people's throats and that ends up putting up a wall. So we need to come from love and kindness and compassion and realize that we've all walked this path together, whether it's 
you know, eating low vibrational food or not. So we need to have kindness and compassion for people. And in the end, everything is as it should be. Animals know that they're when they're born here, um, they know that they are most of the time going to be sacrificed for human food. So it is a part of the divine plan. Um, and it's nothing to be fearful of. Um, we are living in this world right now, and it's all part, like I said, of the plan. And nothing's out of, uh, you know, there's no, nothing chaotic about it. It may look chaotic, it may feel chaotic, um, but the point is we are evolving beings. We are spiritually evolving beings. We're physically evolving. So we need to break the patterns and break the chains that have been holding us back from becoming our best selves. And that includes, like I said, the food that we eat, the things that we watch on TV, the, the, the things that we listen to on the news, or the, even perhaps the people that we hang around that are sort of dragging us down um, and not allowing us to grow in our, own, in our own way. And I want to remind everybody out there, it's not about tackling all these things at once. If you're tired of suffering, if you're tired of having allergies, these are the ways, these are the steps that can help you regain your strength back. It's not going to be necessarily easy. So that's why we got to do it layer by layer. Choose one or two things at a time. Grab a diary, write it, write your things down that you're experiencing, write what you're eating down that you're experiencing. Keep a diary of it, keep a log of it so that you know for a fact that your experiment on yourself is, is accurate. And we can use that information to continue on the journey of gaining even more power over our, over our, our environment and our, our creations. Because our thoughts and our feelings and our beliefs create our reality. So we might as well understand that and break them down and start creating the reality that we want. So I want to thank everybody for joining me today. I hope you all have a fantastic week wherever you are. Thank you and take care. Bye-bye.